Hi, welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. Every day is a clean slate and a fresh start. Make today the day. Okay, well, welcome to our Wellness Wednesday. And today we're going to talk a little bit about burnout. Oh my gosh, I am so excited about this topic because I have been burnt out for like 25 years. <laughs> I was going to say, it's about the same for me. That sounds about right. 25 yeah. years, burned out. Yeah. And I don't know, I, it, you know what it is? I think you and I are doers. We're not lazy. We, we don't have idle hands. It's like, even when I was in the thick of things and in, in babies and toddlers, it's like, I still had to do something. And um, I think you and I both have a hard time saying no. I definitely have a hard time saying no. I've gotten better because I've realized it's really causing a lot of stress on me and in my family, I'm sure. But no, I'm like you, I just can't sit. Even if we were sitting down watching a TV show, which I don't even watch TV, so... But if I were to watch TV, I have to be doing something as I'm watching TV. Right. I I know. I think if I had like a a hobby like knitting or something, everybody in the world would have a sweater because... It's just like the bread. Everybody gets bread but me. (laughs) It's just... And and so let's talk about burnout. And it kind of can manifest itself in many ways. I know for me, it's been my weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that my stress, my anxiety, um, it manifests itself through just, I, I tend to overeat. It's, um, I didn't think I overate until I really started paying close attention to that. And I never understood, oh, are you an emotional eater? And I'm like, no, I eat cause I love food. But then I was finding that I do overindulge when I'm stressed. And when you're always stressed, you're always overindulging. Right. And so it was a way of kind of rewarding myself for being so overworked. Well, I will say also, we're going to go back to that insulin. When you're stressed, you release cortisol. And when you release cortisol, your blood sugar spikes. And when your blood sugar spikes, you produce extra insulin and when you produce extra insulin you store fat yep well here i am (laughs) i'm a walking billboard for insulin (laughs) resistance i was gonna say i am too mine's a little bit different situation now but but yeah same thing Mm. same thing so if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're exhausted all the time you might be over committing yourself i i think we tend to do that um and it leads to being resentful and I do find myself being resentful sometimes, I and I don't like that. I know. It's an ugly it side. It's very ugly. Yeah. So, and if you feel defeated, if you have depression and anxiety. Yeah. It, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're doing life wrong. Stop. And so let's talk about the results of that. It, the number one thing, if you've ever heard of this, and as humans we do this, um, it's this all or nothing thought patterns. So... That is 100% me. Mm-hmm. It's an all or nothing kind of thing. Do you want me to do a few examples of that? Yeah, Just yeah, a couple. Because yeah. this is my really big one. This is an example. It says the weekend pizza and wine binge means that I'm off the wagon. I might as well have pizza again tonight and skip breakfast and lunch tomorrow and make up for it. I'm yeah. one of those people. I If I eat one thing off plan, okay, I'm ruined for the day. Yep. And then... It kind of rolls into the next day. And then, then I'm off the wagon altogether. I have to start back over. Right. 
Right. So that's me. Just know that you can stop right there and continue yeah. and have a, a good day. Right. But it's easier said than done. It's like you can have a bad meal for whatever reason, but then let that be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Not permission to mess up the rest of the day. Correct. Or and the next day. Or the, or the ne- week. Yes. Or the month. And then this is what happens. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, this all or nothing thought pattern is damaging. And it can lead to a cycle of almost self-abuse. Mm-hmm. And and that's the other thing. It's, it's, um, it's learning and not to get like on the therapy couch, but a lot of what we do as adults is a result of kind of our upbringing. Mm-hmm. And there are things that happen, you know, when you're younger that obviously dictate how you do things as an adult. But we need to kind of have the self-awareness to analyze that and look at our behaviors. Are they healthy or are they damaging? A lot of people I know are on this this train of self-destruction. The and crazy train. The crazy train. So people sometimes think the only option is to go all in. And... It's funny, we, we sometimes in some of our Motivation Mondays, we're like, go after it, go do it, you know, do all these things. It's to jumpstart maybe a change, a healthy change in your life, but you've got to create some healthy ground. There has to be some balance there. So you, even if you decide you're going to go all in, you're going to have to realize there are going to be days that you fail or you might miss something. You might miss that hour workout, mm-hmm. throw in 10 minutes. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be what you typically do. Just, just something. Yeah. E- even five minutes. It's do some sort of movement, mm-hmm. whether it's stretching. Uh, I think stretching gets, does not get top billing like it should. Stretching is probably by far, it, it, as you age, being able to be flexible or pick up some dumbbells or cans of soup or something. Mm-hmm. And I do that if I'm if I am watching something or Trent does that watching TV. He stretches for probably two hours while watching TV. We, we wow. take, you know, he's trying to increase his flexibility because that's really declines as you get older. It sure does, so. and that is probably that is what older people don't do. Mm-hmm. You think about people in their fifties, sixties, seventies. They're not stretching anymore, and that will prevent injury. So if you are limber, you can handle a fall mm-hmm. and not break a hip. Um, you're able to to be flexible and, and handle impacts that you may encounter as you age. And I will tell you, when I took my tumble <laughs> on vacation, I, I, I felt so old in that moment because... Not only was the fall probably could have been prevented if I was a little bit more agile and flexible, I certainly would not have looked like a walrus trying to stand up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing because this would be me. I, I'm just like, I. it was weird. Like me standing up from my fall was like watching it in in reverse <laughs> it's almost like if you watched me fall me standing up was it, it was ridiculous i felt like it took me 10 minutes to get on my feet it was so crazy but you might ask yourself well don't aren't there some highly successful people 
um, high achievers that have this all or nothing mentality. Absolutely. I think your top performing athletes, your um, celebrities, whether it's, you know, musicians or actors, um, people in the business world. But I promise you, that comes at a very high price. As you were saying those, I'm thinking about people who are top athletes what do their lives look like on the other other half of their life or same thing with actors what kind of life do they live afterwards I mean most of them don't look that great and they look they just look exhausted worn out and very very old well and I think it the price that really they pay they end up sacrificing their marriages their families and you got to decide is that what you want Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know too many people that want to sacrifice their families for these high-profile type situations. I think we we are in a society of chasing after the money, but I I think we should be chasing after relationships and and heart and not not the money because the money doesn't make you happy. No. Yeah, I mean you can uh, it, it might make things more comfortable. But so this is my my husband all all the time. He says, "Oh, babe, I I I wish I could fly you to Paris in the spring, or you know, just he wishes he could do all of these things. He wants to adorn me with jewels, and I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I barely wear any jewelry as it is. Me neither. Yeah. So it he wants to do all these things, and this is what I always say to him. I was like. I love this balance that we have in our our lives. It's like, yes, he works his 40-hour-a-week job, and yes, I do what I do. But when it's all said and done, we are always together every single night. He's not sleeping, you know, across the country because he's in a business meeting in another state. And, um, you know, I'm not venturing across the country, you know, teaching seminars or something like that. It's, we are together and I am willing to forego super extravagant things for that balance. And I think that I'm like, I love my life for the most part. I know I feel burned out and overwhelmed sometimes, but when it all comes down to it, I love my life. And I don't, I would not trade that for more money in the checking account. I just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, sure, it would make life a little easier if there was, you know, no debt or, you know, but I'm not willing to disrupt this equilibrium that we have. Right. Yeah. And, well, and the final, the final thing that, is an underlying thing that we talk about is follow the 168 rule. Every single one of us on this planet has 168 hours in a week. So if you are overwhelmed and exhausted and overcommitted, look at how you're spending your time. If you are overcommitting and it actually steals your sleep, for instance, and for many years, when I was building my career as a teacher and a tutor, um, sleep is what ended up getting sacrificed. It was like I was going to bed late and getting up early, and 
I was functioning on four or five hours of sleep for years. And that's not healthy. No. I have abused my body because of that. And maybe in some ways irreversibly. And um, But I was just do, 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 do. It's like I felt like my value came from doing and not saying no. And then the other, which I love that you came up with. The daily punch. Yep. It's prioritizing. Yeah. The night before, pick the top three to five things that you want to have done that day and get them done. And that's what's important that day. If you have something else, add it for the next day. Yep. And it's okay not to get it done. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why it's only three to five. And I would suggest three. Yeah. I would suggest three. Yeah. It's like make sure those three things get done so you've got to win for that day. And if... If for whatever reason it's a loss, then you push it to the next day and you make it happen that day. Yep. So that's the way to do it. So burnout. I was excited about this topic because I think um, you and I have both, well, I don't, I don't know a mom on this planet and dads that, that don't feel that way. And husbands, wives, whether you have kids or not. Even kids get burned out. Yep. And yeah. And think about that is help your kids navigate through burnout and um and get off the crazy train have a great day sometimes we succeed in life sometimes we fail but every day is a clean slate and a fresh opportunity make today the day